This is the first preview episode of season one of the next series in how to create a glitch in the matrix, the 37 families. In this podcast, we will be talking about how the consensus reality is managed and by whom. Specifically what this means, in its practicality, and integrating our discussions of the earlier podcasts in this series. To start off, 37 families control the consensus reality. They manifest reality according to their expectations, through the verbalization of their emotions within any form of language, whether that be mathematics, written or spoken language. They carry this portion through ancestral lines, which they pass on to their offspring, through subconscious role assignments made during early development, i.e. in early puberty. These subconsciously assigned role assignments are archetypal, which is to say that they assign role-based archetypes to their offspring which provide a territorial privilege to a given set of impulses or thoughts. Effectively, the system works on a kind of feudalism. Individual families control given fiefs defined according to specific archetypal role assignments and the corresponding behaviors and rationalizations or verbalizations associated with those role assignments. Archetypes are affirmational to specific impulses, which means that those specified impulses are integrated into the conscious minds of the individuals involved. Other impulses, which are not so integrated, may be integrated if they are personal, i.e. characterized by a role assignment other than an occupational one. Impulses are of two kinds, concealed or self-conscious. Concealed impulses are negating, because they do not respond to affirmatory narratives when they come in contact with them. Self-conscious impulses respond to affirmatory narratives resulting in verbalization and actualization. Both concealed and self-conscious impulses do however generate an external world oriented to a person in a particular way. In other words, although impulses which are concealed are not verbalized or actualized, they still produce an arrangement of social actors within the system according to a particular orientation, just as self-conscious impulses produce said arrangement. The bare impulses, the concealed impulses, thus have the power to manifest a particular orientation of social actors without the concomitant verbalization or affirmation of the impulse. In other words, concealed impulses generate the same structure to our external world as do self-conscious impulses, without generating a corresponding affirmational response in the other. It appears thus, that self-conscious impulses are foundational to the structure of social communication, while concealed impulses generate a kind of shadow structure, which mirrors it. This makes sense, since this is probably where the shadow self arises, from the concealed impulses, generating a mirrored pattern within the social organization of the system. Now, since we know that 37 families control the consensus reality, we know that the shadow self of any given person reflects the concealed impulses of those 37 families. And since we know that each family possesses a fiefdom, we know that they are also restricted archetypally. Which means that they too have concealed, unrationalized, unverbalized impulses, which generate a particular manifestation of the shadow selves of system members. Now, the use of language, of any kind, coding, verbal, written, mathematics, to verbalize feelings from the raw material of expectations, means that in every industry, are individuals who are part of these 37 families. 
Their verbalizations, the manifestations of their expectations, arising out of the raw material of their impulses, determine the consensus reality for all individuals within their particular fiefdom professionally. They provide role assignments, they provide a structure to the professional experiences of industry members. This is even true of narrative generation in general. Since we know that the system is top-down, we know that the narratives, which are nascent at the local level, are fully formed within the global. Because these 37 families aggregate, at the top of the food chain by default. Thus, in general, their production of narrative feeds down through the system, generating role assignments and affirmational content for the impulses of individual system members. Now, since we also know that concealed impulses do not respond to affirmatory narratives the same way as self-conscious impulses, we know that there must be a delivery system to eliminate concealed narratives, which are obstructing the effectuation of the expectations of the 37 families. This arises out of the mass media, films, and other forms of audio entertainment. They distribute the narratives of the 37 families, arising out of the writing branches of the family, who verbalize the concealed impulses generated by dissident family members. As part of this, these writers craft films and other media, which provides role assignments for system members, from the top down, actors then act as stand-ins linked to these role assignments, filling in the gaps created by concealed impulses. Let me give you an example. Suppose you are seated in your place of work. Suppose for a moment, that you are verbalizing concealed narratives, which are antithetical to the affirmatory narratives of the 37 families. Now, suppose you have a co-worker, who is obviously under the control of those narratives. When your verbalizations do not match the expected verbalizations according to the narratives of the 37 families, the result is a dissonant consensuality. A separation between the consensual space which you are generating and the one to which she belongs. This means that there is a real divergence in your experience from hers. The gaps between your two narratives are filled in by actors, acting out the patch in the narrative, created by the dislocation between two consensual streams. In other words, an actor takes on your role during this gap from the perspective of your co-worker and vice versa. This arises out of what is a non-linear experience of reality. Since, the consensual reality is defined by the verbalizations of the 37 families, they can also decide that consensual reality. This means they can step outside the lines, so to speak of the consensual space. This is likely managed by the generation of narrative or verbalization of concealed impulses, very much like the generation of a dissonant consensuality. Finally, this also means that the appropriation of ideas follows from the hierarchy of family lines. It means that those who appropriate from you, those who are your lateral alters are in fact cousins. Likewise, it also means that the generation of new ideas is severely restricted by verbalization. Since the consensus reality is managed by the 37 families, Production of written or spoken language of any kind is managed as well, language being a fundamentally social endeavor. But it also shows us that the language chosen is fundamentally a question of expectation and defeating expectations. 
Many things can be done to impede expectation matching to the expectations of the 37 families. First and foremost of which is the verbalization of concealed impulses, experiences, which defy the expectations of the consensual space. Finally, it also means that these 37 fiefdoms are absolute. Which means that particular verbalizations are part of particular families' fiefdoms, according to their role assignments. Which means that you can only effectively evade the expectations of particular fiefdoms by moving between them. The fissures created between the individual fiefdoms are the weakness of the system. In their division of intellectual space into distinct regions of verbalization, you can produce fine cracks in the consensual space. The answer in other words of to how to create a glitch is to produce narratives which are syncretic. That's the end of the podcast for today.